And I'm Austin. And we're a married couple who are embarking on the quest to watch all 24 of the Hallmark Countdown to Christmas movies this season. There's a lot of them. There's 24? 24. And we are about to embark on the longest stretch of this, too, Thanksgiving week. Seven in a row. It's actually nine. Nine? Oh, nine. no. Okay, it's nine in a row. weekends and the five days. <laughs> I'm glad I don't have to work. <laughs> this is no joke. So we are about to watch the Saturday movie, which is today is November 23rd. And we are watching Christmas at Graceland Home for the Holidays. Which is uh, a sequel to yeah, a movie we've never seen. We have never seen the first one. So <laughs> this should be awesome. Though from what I have gathered, I think... I think I heard that Kelly Pickler was in the one from last year. And they made a smart decision to not have her in and this one. And I can see this like picture on the TV right now, the one shot that we have of this movie that is not Kelly Pickler. So oh, I think I'm these so are excited different people. <laughs> um, so I don't know if we're continuing an existing storyline or not, but you want to read us that blurb? Yep. Okay. So a former tour guide meets a busy single father on a Graceland tour and agrees to be his temporary nanny for the holidays. So we already have so many questions, but this is not the time for questions. This is the time for predictions. We are each going to make four predictions about the film, and then we're going to see if we were right. So do you have any predictions? My prediction is that because it's a former tour guide who's on a tour, that they get fired on the tour that they're on. That she's fired (laughs) on that tour? And that instantly becomes a former tour guide. (laughs) Because, like, how else, why would she be on a Graceland tour if she's a former tour guide? Well, maybe she just has a love for Graceland and she likes to visit it at the holidays. Okay. I still think she gets fired. Okay. Well, my prediction is, and maybe this is a duh thing, but that there's a lot of Elvis music or Elvis-related, Elvis-esque music because this is taking place at Graceland. That makes a lot of sense. I would agree that that's probably strongly present. I would hope that they have the rights to that for this. If not, they're, I mean, they they must have the rights to go into Graceland, right? So that's got to come with the rights to play the music. I don't know. So instead of like blue suede shoes, it would be like green leather boots. Like (laughs) Some sort of knockoff Elvis song. Um, Another prediction? I think that the final shot will have a guitar in it. You really want to do that final shot. I do. He's really like, I'm going to talk about the final shot every time. Um, my prediction is that the father is going to be a widower. So I want to believe that we are opening up alternative ways for single parents to be in these movies. Yeah, he's but not a divorcee. He, yeah, you can't be a divorcee. You can't have a child from a one night stand or like a non-marital relationship. So it's either an adoption, which we did see already this season, or the traditional widower. And I think that's what we have here any other predictions because i'm all out (laughs) he's like i don't know what this one's about (laughs) i'm out of things that they've already done the things that i think i'm gonna see um well i said i think that they're not going to show the uglier rooms in graceland like of course we're going to show some of graceland um, but there's a really particularly ugly room the jungle room in there i don't think we'll see that one i have never been to graceland so i have no i have been to graceland and it is It is a strange place. Um, The other prediction I have is that they will give each other a meaningful gift at some point. Ooh, okay. Um, So, and that it will... Is it going to be like Gift of the Magi? No, not like I give you... No, not like... (laughs) Okay. So no one's cutting their hair off and then getting a comb. No one's cutting their hair off and any of that. Um, But just more like... um, 
gift that you give that has some sort of meaning based on a story maybe that they told about their childhood or something like okay. that. Okay. So. Well, I guess it's time to find out whether we're right. Let's and also for me see. just to learn what this movie is about. And I'm kind of <laughs> over popcorn, so I don't want to eat popcorn with this one. So I'm going to drink this water. And, uh, you know, we just had dinner, so no snacks today. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll be back at you in two hours or possibly tomorrow uh, when we have watched this movie. Two hours later. And we're back. We are back. Um... Yeah, so Christmas at Graceland, home for the holidays, sans Pelly P- Kelly Pickler. Um, I don't know if the absence of Kelly Pickler made this movie better, but it's not a good movie. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the Kelly Pickler movie that we watched was worse, so maybe this one would have been even worse if Kelly Pickler had been in it, but it is right there next to that Kelly Pickler movie. So. Absolutely. Uh, were we right on our prediction? So... I will say I got zero points in my <laughs> predictions this time around. What were your two? My two were that she gets fired for being a <laughs> tour guide. Um, no. no. <laughs> that never happened. Um, and there would be a guitar in the final scene, which, no, <laughs> there wasn't. No. But my response to your prediction was correct, which is that she was only at Graceland because she had a love for it and she wanted to visit it at the holidays. So if because there was a Memphis bonus point to be given, I feel like I earned it. You yeah. did, yeah. And um, she actually had been a tour guide, but left on good terms. In fact, is regarded as a very good tour guide from right. From they the love days her a lot there. Even uh, uh, Priscilla Presley is a fan. Yeah, Priscilla Presley knows her by name. So, uh, you know, that was nice to see, I guess. But my predictions, I think I got, I had four and I think I got three of them correct. Yeah. So you said that there'd be lots of Elvis music in this. There was Elvis music. I would imagine some of the better Elvis picks were played in, apparently there were two previous movies for this. So this is, a, this is the third and wow. the first two involved the same cast. And then this one picks up with a new cast. So I'm wondering if they use the better Elvis songs in the first two, but we may never know because I don't know that we're itching to go watch <laughs> yeah, those first two. Yeah, I'm not going to go watch those first two. Um, what were my other predictions? He's a widower. He so is a yes, widower, yes. we do yes. have the dad. I can't even for the life of me remember these people's names. So Harper is the female lead character. What's the male? Owen. Owen, the businessman, male lead. Um, yeah, so he is a widower. He lost his wife three years prior. And you were right that they would not show the uglier rooms at Graceland because they showed basically zero rooms. We did go Grace. into like the entryway and into the dining room area. They decorated a tree together with Priscilla Presley. Um, but we didn't really yeah. get much of the inside shots of Graceland at all. So this is definitely a big old Graceland advertisement. They must be sponsoring this. They must be involved in this. Yeah. Um, and if you don't know uh, what Graceland is kind of laid out like, you have the house, which is where Elvis lived. And then across the street, there's like the visitor center and I guess the museum and other things. And so a lot of this actually doesn't take place in the house because it's taking place across the street at that venue. They're putting out a party and all that. So do you want to jump into the Well, your last summary? prediction that um, I just wanted to note was that they would give each other a meaningful gift. Oh yeah, I didn't gift. want to talk about that one because I didn't get it right. <laughs> yeah, um, no meaningful gift. Other than love. Do we normally do the summary first? Do we skip over that straight to the predictions? Maybe. Uh, well, then let's do a summary then. Let's tell these people what this movie is about. All right. 
So is it my turn? Am I up? Did I just volunteer myself I think to do you, that? You would be better than me at this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So as briefly as we can go. So our main character, Harper, is a um, art history major museum person. She's been away in Europe for three years doing music. She's being a museum docent at pretty much any museum that she can find to work at and 17 different countries or nine different countries and she comes home to see her sister and their family for the holidays and she's sort of in between jobs at the moment so she's applying for this big job at the local museum to be a curator of their art collection and while she's waiting she meets um this man well she takes her niece and nephew nieces they're two nieces to graceland to look at the christmas lights and she meets this man who they he needs his kids to go on a tour she volunteers to give the tour because it's sort of a last minute thing i guess or they don't have the right people and she just happens to be there so she does it and then he also needs a nanny because their nanny is on vacation so she decides to as a sort of temporary employment thing go and be his nanny so while she's the nanny for him and his kids who are over scheduled he's like the only way for them to enjoy Christmas is for them to be scheduled to enjoy it he's very like particular about things she's also working with Graceland to create an exhibit about Elvis at the holidays so that she can get some more museum work in and then she's going through additional interviews for the big museum job and they're going to come look at her Elvis exhibit to determine if they want to give her that job so she's being this kick-ass amazing like museum person over here during the day and then when the kids come home from school she's being this amazing nanny who is not only maybe slightly pulling them out of their overly scheduled lives and bringing them back together as a family to show them that Christmas is more about spontaneity and spending time with their dad, spending time together. Um, But she's also sort of falling in love with the dad. So they go to a couple of events together. She finds out at her big event, which is a combination of a charity event for his, um, it's an app or it's some sort of program for hospitals that is going to be free And then they are doing it in conjunction with the event that she's hosting for this Elvis exhibit, which Elvis at Christmas is coming out at the end, almost at Christmas time itself. So I don't know how much traffic they're going to get for that. Um, But they host that event together. It is very successful. She finds out that because it was so successful, she's gotten this job and the job is going to actually be in London. She's forced with the decision about if she thinks that she wants to go, but ultimately she wants to stay because she's in love with the dad. The dad is in love with her. They figured that out that they'll work it out somehow. She's not going to take the job in London. She's going to try to work here. They kiss and all is happily ever after. So that might be one of my longer <laughs> summaries. <laughs> yeah. So sorry about that. Um, no, you did a great job still. Um, I, I didn't have much time to plan that one ahead of time, unfortunately, but that is what happens in this movie. So yeah, she's doing a lot and she's doing all of it very, very well, almost maddeningly well. She's too perfect. That was my main beef with this movie. Yeah. I mean, I think literally everyone is drinking some sort of Kool-Aid because Nobody seems to have any real strife. Even this widower doesn't seem to be all that upset with the loss of his wife. Right. He's like, oh, you're the best woman I've ever met. He's known her for two weeks. And his wife didn't die that long ago. <laughs> yeah. Um. He basically was like, you're the yeah the, the most amazing person I've ever met in my entire life. And we were like, um, what you're about my- your wife? The <laughs> your mother wife of your three children. Died. <laughs> 
<laughs> so the main conflict at the beginning is that he wants his children overscheduled and she wants things to be more spontaneous. And the kids, of course, like the spontaneity. They like the the whimsy, how wonderful of a nanny she is. But on her very first day on the nanny job, she's like, forget this schedule. We're going to make Yule Logs. And they, well, she said, you have a lot to do tonight. You need a sugar rush to help you. And they never even get to the other stuff. So they spend multiple hours baking, destroying the kitchen so that she can fuel them with sugar, which doesn't seem like a good parenting decision mm-hmm. at all. The kitchen is trash. The kids are covered in flour. The homework is undone and the chores are still needing to be completed. Right. And so, of course, when he comes in, he's mad at her. But we, as the viewer, are supposed to be like, oh man dude you just don't know the spirit of christmas and and you need to see her way of things but i'm also like it's your first day on the job this man asked you to follow these things and you did basically none of them and trashed his kitchen so i can understand (laughs) maybe that's the curmudgeon in me i can understand why he was a little bit upset i was like you gotta get there over time you got to lead them to that, not do it or on the say, first day. Or say, do your homework, we'll make something, and then we'll do chores. Like, split it up. Mm-hmm. But she's just like, eat your cake before you eat your dinner. <laughs> yeah. Um, there are a lot of things about this movie that really made me mad. I think the biggest one... I mean, Besides- we, we knew it was going to be a bad movie from like the opening scene where when Harper's been traveling the world, learning all these things, and she comes home to her sister's house with her nieces and gives them a gift to be shared, which is the tiniest snow globe. <laughs> One snow globe. And, like, and they were like, it. oh my God, it's a snow globe. Their minds were blown. It's a freaking miniature snow globe. The child actors in this were a little over the top. Like you could see one of them. I think it was one of the daughters of Owen. The youngest daughter was trying to be really whimsical or maybe it was the youngest daughter of the sister. I think they all were. But they were they were constantly just smiling and clapping and like overly fake. And at the end, there were a lot of scenes where Owen's three children are kind of like spying on them or popping their heads out. And they would do the thing where they popped their heads out like one on top of the other from around a column. So yeah. it was like the littlest kid and then the middle kid and then the oldest kid. And they're like, ooh, what's going on over here? It was very like Von Trapp yes. family because there was a lot of singing, but it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. No. Like these kids were like auto-tune in a mm-hmm. way that made them sound like worse singers than they probably actually are. Right. Or they should have just not been allowed to sing. Well, and our lady Harper, she's a wonderful singer, which I looked her up. She's from the show Nashville. So maybe like with Kelly Pickler, they needed her to do some singing in this as a nod to other roles that she's famous for. Uh, but to me, it was just like, oh, here's another thing this woman is great at. Like, Yeah, there was ugh. just like no real conflicts in this at all. Well, except for the job. I mean, but the job was like, will she get it? And she does i mean like there was no point where she didn't did well, she got she a second to interview make a decision she has to decide love or this job that she is so not qualified for <laughs> they're like most candidates have their doctorate and she what had her bachelor's degree in yeah. art history yeah so she goes to so she has been a docent so okay let's backtrack i looked this woman up she's 35 years old she's the same age as me i don't know how young this actress is supposed to or i know how young the actress is I don't know how young her character is supposed to be because she said she has a BFA. I think she has a bachelor's in um, art history. And then she did do the traveling in Europe thing for 
three years. What was she doing in all the other years? I think she was just being a docent at Graceland. She was doing tours at Graceland, which being a docent is not necessarily a super high level job. I mean, it's like it's not the ticket seller or whatever, but it's not the administrative like higher up gig. Right. So she needed to get her museum experience. She took any job she could get in Europe. And now she has those three years of experience. And by God, she is now more qualified to be curators of like major national museums with three years of experience and a bachelor's degree. This woman is overly confident throughout this entire movie. Like, like even with going back to like the baking thing, she's like, She's not like, oh, I have an idea. Let's go bake something together. She's like, I have a great idea. Let's go right now and do it. And I like, learned it in Brussels. Have I told you how much I've traveled? Oh, my God. This woman constantly, like, drops, like, oh, I learned this in Carthage. Like, just, like, every place she's ever been is better than where she is. Right. And I don't know why she wants to be home because clearly the world has changed her. But she, when she does this interview for the job, they say like, oh, but you're so creative. And she talks about how she would put feeling and emotion into the exhibits with the implication that maybe someone with a PhD wouldn't do those things because they're too academic-y. But even if you are getting a PhD in this field, you're working extensively in museums, you still have a passion for art. So I don't get why her just really liking to put on events about Graceland, which is something she knows a lot about and she has a lot of connections qualifies in, her. Qualifies her to yeah. be like an art museum. Being a curator is a pretty big gig and they're pretty competitive. I feel like she would have at least needed to be a curator at a smaller place, but this was like a big major museum. Right. And they have their, you know, multiple locations where she should go. She's gonna go to the London one. And so I thought maybe what was really going to happen here was that she was going to not get the job because she said, well, I, you know, I realized or I, I withdrew my application because I really want to be here working for Graceland. No, instead she got the job and she had to decide to turn it down and stay and do Lord knows what. So instead, when she gets the job, what does she say? <laughs> she goes back to the person is like, hey, can we talk about this? And is like, can I actually be based here? When she's already asked about this multiple and they times said no. through the interview. And it's like, don't go through an interview process and waste like people's time if you know you're not going to travel. Mm-hmm. And they were like, well, we'll think about it. I hope she doesn't get this job because she's already unqualified and she's asking for them to change what they actually need as a company. Mm-hmm. Like, that's not fair. And just because you're beautiful doesn't mean you get to have right. everything the way you want it, which seems to be her like MO in life. Her This wonderful baking, singing, good with children, beautiful, can do no wrong, art history, Elvis history, knowledge, knowing lady. Um, it was just it was a little much. I think I was laying there at one point in this movie going, I think I'm having a diabetic attack. I mean, it was it's just too sweet, too much. It was so bad. So. It was... It, this is definitely one to skip. So she's filling in as a temporary nanny for mm-hmm. this uh, family. And we find out at the beginning of the movie, the reason he's in need is because his current nanny, Vicky, is on vacation. Now, as we have said, they get together at the end, which means now he has a woman in his life to help take care of the children. So when Vicky comes back from her 
vacation that she was granted, she's going to be without a job and replaced. No, she's going to stay there. This woman gets to be the kind of kept PTA mom that also has a nanny and a full-time housekeeper. And and she doesn't have to work. And she just How is Vicky going to gonna adjust work? to the willy-nilly nature of Harper? Because... Owen like groomed her to be like a person who's on the schedule because he was like, Vicky likes it with the, this iPad. <laughs> and their oldest child is like fourteen. Yeah. I don't know why the maybe he doesn't want to take away her childhood because his mo- her mom's already <laughs> her gone mom too. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to laugh at that. I'm no. sorry, but yeah. <laughs> Whoopsie. Um. So yeah, I. There were lots of things that just didn't feel right with this. I I do not like the lead male at all. There was no chemistry between Owen and Harper. Right. I didn't feel any moment of like them falling in love. There were no Christmas no. magic moments that like brought me into it whatsoever. No Santa magic. No, there wasn't even like an Elvis dressed as Santa, which just felt I like know. a missed we, opportunity. We, we, yeah, we just saw Elvis in pictures. I wanted a little more. On and we the had Elvis four thing. actual Elvis songs sung by Elvis, but there were a couple other like covers. Mm-hmm. So there was a lot of we Elvis also made music, the but... worst choices in the other Christmas music that they pulled into this. Yeah. Like they all got around the piano and sang Oh Christmas Tree, which isn't really I mean, yes, it is a Christmas song, but it's not one of those ones that really gets me in the Christmas spirit. Oh, it's actually one of my favorite is Christmas songs. It really one, <laughs> <It's> one of my favorite Christmas songs. Well then I guess they know who they're playing to with this movie. Um it still was awful because like every musical moment that they had was like they recorded it in a studio. Right. And so I don't mind that for like the concert that they have, mm-hmm. but when it was like gathered around and like, just like small moments, like there, there was a scene where she buys an advent calendar that they're missing. Cause all their Christmas decorations got ruined in a flood in the basement at some point. And so she went out and bought an advent calendar that like lights up and she like pulls out a drawer and it starts playing a song, which was like what, ho ho ho, wouldn't you know? Santa oh like which, something. Oh, oh, that oh. one. <laughs> Up on the house. Was that the song? Yeah, that was the song. Up but then the when they song. started singing it, it was like they were all of a sudden in a recording studio kind mm-hmm. of audio quality, and I needed it to feel like it took me out of the moment. Right. And so, like the lack of chemistry, the sound editing that they decided to do for all of the music pieces were just so contrived and fall like the kids were auto-tuned to like the nth degree and i was just like oh why why are we making like i do wish the kids had been in this movie a little bit more they were very much background props in the greater story and i wanted the kids to be i wanted because there were so many of them there were five yeah um there were two that were her sister's kids and three that were owen's kids and i I did want to get to know the kids a little bit better because they can add a whimsy that and it felt like they tried to have them there but they didn't give them enough lines they just gave them a lot of like oh my gosh dad i have a smile on my face and my harper she's (laughs) so beautiful let her come pick her tree out with us we all support her and just want her to be happy we've known her for a week (laughs) (laughs) yeah and she's just so wonderful um this story also takes place in memphis obviously uh memphis is in the south it's in tennessee there is a lot of snow i don't know if someone has told hallmark or given them the memo that when we get snow in the south it may look like a winter wonderland for like a day 
And then it becomes a slow, a slushy, <laughs> sludgy, gray brown yeah. mess because it melts. Our temperatures will get high enough and it melts. It becomes ice. But instead, for the whole time, this is like a two week long time period. Yeah. They are. The snow never melts. Yeah. It's beautiful, once. like thick, deep snow covering and then, like, Memphis. That fake, like, blanket material that they use to, mm-hmm. like, or like it adorns the columns outside his like big mansion and it was just like the the really poor snow choices in this just didn't make sense like it's so evident that the trees still have all their leaves mm-hmm. and that someone just went out there with like a whitewash gun and was just the like the cars in particular looked real bad i know it was just so much just like looked threw like something was wrong on with it. them <laughs> the way they were covered in the snow <laughs> like they got attacked by pigeons or something <laughs> Other snark that you have, I, 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 there's a lot of major things here. I don't know. I, it, it's just, it's so bad. It's like the whole movie feels like a snark again. But I think the part for me, because I'm not familiar with Graceland. Like I know what Graceland is, but I've never been to it. I hadn't seen it. And I didn't understand. So we get to see like the main like house at Graceland and the outside with these like lion gargoyle things adorning uh, the steps mm-hmm. and then just like the large columns and there's a parallel to owen's house he lives in a ginormous house ginormous house and i can't figure out like how he makes money to do that i mean they showed the building where he works he's the ceo it looks more like a startup kind of yeah. feel than actually a big and he's giving company. his product away for free I mean, right. it clearly is getting donors to do it. I think it. they have other products. That I mean, they, they work must with. because it was just like. And the cost of living in Memphis is probably not yeah. huge. It's but I didn't probably understand a pretty why. livable. I got confused because I was like, is this not the same house at Graceland? And then I realized, <laughs> no, this is actually yeah, just I kept how getting Owen's the house. two houses confused. And too. I was like, so what's the parallel between this being Elvis's home and Owen's home? Like mm-hmm. that just felt like a missed. Well, and I also got the house confused with the sister's house. Like there oh, yeah. was too much similarity. Now, once you went inside, graceland it did look it did, a little yeah. different um and priscilla presley man <laughs> i'm sure she is a lovely woman i don't know um i haven't done my research on her yeah. but she has a lot of work done on her face. It, it, she so she's 74 because i looked oh, it up okay um and she looks like it's been restructured so that she looks like she's in her mid sixties. Mm-hmm. So a lot of work Very, where she almost has like the shiny skin because it's so puffy from whatever yeah. they've put underneath it. And it like looks like plasticky or porcelain because it doesn't have the right texture, but she appears twice in the movie. She appears right when Harper shows up with the kids to show them Graceland and do their annual Christmas visit. And then, oh, look who's there. Priscilla Presley just happens to be in the driveway. And she remembers Harper from her time there. And when she works such there a lovely woman. School, like, just. Yeah. And, and then, then the next one was like, he didn't, the, Owen didn't get to decorate the Christmas tree. So she wanted to have him have that opportunity. And so she was like, I've arranged something. Let's go to Graceland. And she's helping, like, she's brought this family over to help Priscilla Presley decorate her tree at Graceland. Like, five days before Christmas. So none of this makes any sense. Like, this feels like this is probably some sort of family tradition that should have been done before the Christmas holiday season opened up for tourism. And why is Harper such a close, intimate member of this family? I don't, I think 
Graceland is a lot of employees and why does she, even though she's not worked there in a long time, kind of have this very privileged position? It's it's a little so the whole thing is a fantasy. Yeah. Um, you know, you have fantasy with dragons and wizards or like fantastical places, but this is like the ultimate basic white girl, white southern girl fantasy is really what this all is. Yeah. It's like I'm going to be amazing at everything. I'm going to be beloved by all. I'm going to be qualified for things just by having a passion for them. And I'm going to live in this sort of beautiful multi-million dollar world with a billionaire or he's probably not, he's a millionaire probably, but like not realistic. And I get that there's people that want to live their fantasy through movies like this. It's aspirational, but it is so far removed from the reality that most of us live in. And I like all Hallmark movies have some sort of aspirational, but I think that most Hallmark movies pull you into that story where you can like believe that there is a magical world that feels like this. Not once did I believe this, that this world. Right. This does feel like I'm standing there watching someone else's world. This is not my world. Yeah. So I'm getting a glimpse into someone else's life. Um, but this this is not a life anybody else is going to lead, but exactly her. Yeah. So I think that about covers kind of our snark for this movie. So let's move into our title review. So do you feel like this title works for this movie? Well, it's definitely Christmas adjacent to Graceland. <laughs> yeah, I thought we would be in Graceland Christmas more. is not happening at Graceland. They're barely at like the house itself. They're at this place across the street or at these sort of nod to Graceland homes. Um, and then what? Home for the Holidays? Home for the Holidays, which they did in the, the, the musical thing with like, Home for the Holidays oh, song. Yeah. There's no so, place like home for the holidays. Yeah, I'm not a good singer. <laughs> <laughs> we'll auto-tune it later. It's fine. <laughs> no, you won't. <laughs> no, I don't know how to do it's that. It's way too much work for this <laughs> low-budget operation. So home for the holidays. She is home for the holidays. Yep, and she decides to stay home. Uh, it's a throwaway title because like, I would never watch a movie with this title. I'm okay that this movie took it. Uh yeah, I mean it, it's a it's a trilogy now, so I guess it needs to keep the title from the other ones. It's a trilogy. Um, I I would not rename it to any other title either. Well, yeah, you got to keep it in the great. Clearly, Graceland is bankrolling a lot of this or sponsoring yeah. it, so you got to put Graceland in the name. Um, nobody else is going to take that for that very reason as well. And so I don't know what the subtitles were for the other ones. Me or either. The, you know, but. Graceland. Home for a the Kelly, holidays. A Kelly Pickler production. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so it's okay. <laughs> um, will this love last? Mm, well, I don't know. Yes. So you think it's going to last forever? Maybe and I'm ever too much of an ever? optimist. I don't know. I think she does like this guy. I think those kids need a new mommy. I think they love her. Um, yes, I didn't feel the chemistry, but I think that was the actors, not the situation. And I, mean, I do think she wants to be home closer to her sister. They say that they're going to make it work. So I do kind and of And you know it's going to work them. if people say, we We're can gonna make, make it work. work. <laughs> like... Well, I just love when Hallmark throws I, that in. Part of it is because I desperately don't want her to take that art museum job, even if they give it to her, because I do think she's not qualified for it. I do. I mean, yes, she works very hard. She's a very hardworking lady. 
but I think her place is better served doing work for the thing that she loves and that she has the experience built up in, which is Graceland. And so she can stay at Graceland. Yes, I think she could stay at Graceland. Um, I think that's ultimately what's going to make her happy. I think if she does not get this position where they allow her to be based at home, she's going to have a lot of wanderlust. It is clear that the last three years, even though she's been running from a past relationship that jaded her, that she really enjoys telling people all about the places she's been. And I don't think she's been to enough to continue conversations because people are going to be like, shut up. You've already told me well, you learned they this. Well, they call her a world traveler. She's not a world traveler. She has been to Europe. There are many other continents <laughs> in the world. Maybe it'll be a sequel. because you went to Western European countries does not mean you've seen everything. That's Graceland like goes to like the Middle East. Going to just the East Coast of the United <laughs> States. Like, they're small countries. It's not that now if you're into art yes that's going to be probably a big right. part of where you're going to want to be but this guy's also got a lot of money he's in this up-and-coming company um they can just travel i and do feel do like they can do singing shows all over the like world like the von trapp family they can <laughs> and they can take those curtains and they can make them into dresses yeah exactly just like the just von like, trapp family i mean we don't have the same kind of Nazis, but there are a lot of right-wing folks it's out there. A, it's but. Memphis. They're in Tennessee. You don't have to go very far outside, uh, you know, to find your Christmas dystopia. I think they've only been, like, no, they've only known each other for two weeks. I think, I don't think it's going to last. I, I think, I think Ever it's going to last. pessimist. I just don't. When did you know you loved me? Like, pretty instantly. Yeah, like two weeks in, right? So it could happen. Yeah, but people if you felt had money, it would have happened even faster. <laughs> you know. Okay, fine. Oh, they're together no, forever. Okay. No, I mean, yes. Part of me like is you like compared their love to our love. None of these relationships are going to last. <laughs> they're going to date for a year and realize that they have real problems and they can't escape them. But within the realm of this movie, these two bland individuals, I think, can go be bland and beige together for the rest okay. of their bland beige lives and be perfectly happy. <laughs> and blaze forever. Blaze. <laughs> bland and beige. Bland and beige. Blaze forever. All right. So final segment is what day of the year would you watch this movie? I would play it at the exact same time as that Kelly Pickler movie and not watch either of them. I would watch it at 3 p.m. on November 32nd, (laughs) (laughs) which just doesn't exist because I will never let this movie be on in my house again. I mean, really, what time would I watch this movie? I think this would make a, you know, they start playing these movies in October. Um, This would make a good early November, late October, early in the season edition um, on, you know, Sunday night when I'm not too invested and it's okay if I miss it. Yeah. I never want to see it again. I mean, I don't either. <laughs> let's let's be clear about that. But, um, you know, if I'm not into Christmas, like most of the people watching these that are really picking this stuff up after November, they're not going to see it anyway because it's playing before that all happens anyway. So. Well, I think that sums up unless you have any closing thoughts. We just really didn't like this movie. Yeah, I think the biggest takeaway is don't watch it and don't feel bad if you don't watch it the only thing that saved it from being worse than the kelly pickler is the acting was better than the kelly pickler basically because kelly pickler wasn't in it 
It wasn't worse. (laughs) (laughs) Though she was in it last year, so I can imagine, only imagine if we had watched the previous ones, how much worse it would have been. So we are very glad to have been saved from that experience. Yes, I am. So, (laughs) All right. Well, is that wrap us up that wraps us up for this one and we are this is saturday night's movie we've got eight more days of this to go for thanksgiving so you can look forward to hearing our snark on all of those over the next rapid fire succession of movie (laughs) releases and until then i've been tara and i've been austin merry christmas and happy holidays 